welcome to Win in White, a wedding planning podcast. I'm Maddie, your bridal hairstylist. And I'm Allie, your wedding photographer and videographer. Every Wednesday, we release new episodes bringing you all the hot tips and tricks to help make wedding planning a breeze. So listen and follow along on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And don't forget to check out our Instagram at Win in White Podcast for more behind the scenes and all the juicy stories. <laughs> testing, testing, are we good? Dude, you're giving me PTSD. I can't, I can't handle your test. Okay, we're working. <laughs> Happy Wet and White Wednesday, everyone. Oh my god. I think this is our fourth time recording this one. You know, recording our your girls are having some, uh, some technical problems over here. <laughs> some technical difficulties. <laughs> it's okay, but we're here now. We're recording. We've got one mic because we're one mic, Maddie and Moody <laughs> Alley. I'm just kidding. <laughs> night guys it's It's a a night we're recording at night we've been at this for like an hour and we haven't this is the first time that this has actually successfully started so i feel like you know props we're gonna say cheers to that cheers to that we got it going that um also cheers to this episode and specifically cheers to this episode because what are we talking about today the bar the bar (laughs) So if you guys are in a place where you can pop a little drink with us, um, ooh, why don't uh, we have a drink I know. To pop? I actually don't. I just thought of that and I was like, oh, sad. I, know. Oh. I feel like we also kind of need it. I know. Not that you should rely on alcohol, but like, we kind of need it. Okay, you know? yeah, we'll be we'll be right back, y'all. that tastes like is like a mm, I don't know but it tastes yummy it tastes candy like I normally only like truly lemonades but I really love this one yeah this is a um uh this is a strawberry melon fizz fizz I believe it's from their pool party pack oh I'm gonna be ordering their pool party pack that's for damn sure pool party. oh my god you know what I just realized oh my god my friend Christina listens to this podcast and I was not supposed to drink in the month of February. <laughs> and she listens religiously. Christina. Oh my god. Christina, I just took a sip. <laughs> Christina, I took two sips. <laughs> no, um, it's okay. We we said for special events, and I feel like this is a special event. Yeah, we don't, you know. We don't we, do this. We only record a couple times a month. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay, so now that we're all ready. Now we're all boozed up. <laughs> Let's talk Takes about one booze. sip and we're boozed up. Let's talk about booze. Well, Let's talk about booze, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about or, all the good times. Did you ever watch Family Guy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's in love with Mr. Booze? Oh, I don't know that. B-O-O-Z-E. That spells booze. <laughs> Oh my god. This is great. Um, but this is a really good segue into like all the things you can do with your bar. And there's you a lot. You can have music playing in the background. You can have Allie and Maddie show up and say like, come get your booze, come get your booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be Peter and uh, go to an AA meeting and then sing about booze. Okay. 
So, um, right. what's the purpose of having a bar? Like, so, why? Okay, I think the biggest, the biggest realization, number one, is that even if you don't do alcohol, you are still going to have some sort of refreshment station. Yes. So, this episode is, like, if you are just, if you're like, oh, no, I've already got this covered, I'm only doing alcohol, or, I'm sorry, if you're like, I'm listening to this, and... We are not doing alcohol. Mm-hmm. This episode is still good to listen to because there is still going to be more that we talk about than just the booze. Yeah, and then including like in 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 addition, yes, in addition to that, if you think that like you're getting okay, so you're getting married through a venue that has your food and drink, and they're like, "Yep, we've got it handled. Like we'll figure it out." and have our menu at a later date, like know that there's so much you can do with your bar that'll change so many things. The theme, the price, the um, overall like outcome of your bar um, is not just the drinks you have, it's like how you present your bar. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yes, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, because there's several different types of bars yeah. uh, that you can do with several different like setups and things like that. So you can do a self-serve bar where people, where you basically, it's almost a DIY style, mm-hmm. and people come and they serve themselves. There's pros and cons to Which that. is a little, yeah, I can, yeah. Dive into that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, you can do your typical venue bar, which is very much like the venue provides the bar, mm-hmm. provides the bar staff, everything like that. Yes. And that's your, just your typical, typical bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also have really cool, unique, like, street cart bars. Yes. Like, Petite Street. Pison and Wine. Mm-hmm. Many more, but there's so many good ones in Reno and Tahoe, you know, area. Mm-hmm. There's so. so many good ones. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways to make your bar unique and really like showcase off your wedding because the theme doesn't start or doesn't stop with your tables, right? They It needs to extend to your bar too. Yeah. I seriously feel like you guys could go back to every episode or you could just reference back to our theme episode and be like, oh, it's important for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> the theme really is like overarching for your entire wedding. And I think that, you know, I've been playing around a lot with the word luxury lately. Yeah. And what defines like a luxury sort of wedding. Mm-hmm. And I think I keep coming back to it's a feeling the bride and groom want their guests to have. Yeah. And... That, okay, that's dope. Yeah. Like, making it more for their, not, I mean, not that it's not for them, but it's, like, making something special for their guests so their guests aren't just showing up and, like, okay, here's a wedding, like, mm-hmm. food, let's go by, you know? Yeah, and it's providing kind of, like, that wow factor. And yeah. I feel like a big part of the wow factor and the feeling throughout the entire wedding is the theme. How well are you carrying your theme? Mm-hmm, Definitely. I agree with you. Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> no, but... I love it. And that's like, well, I think it goes to like the bar, you guys, like, and like she said, this isn't just about alcohol, but refreshments. And I mean, of course, food too, but like people are going to be having these drinks throughout the night or refreshments, whatever you want to call it. And so this is such a big portion of your wedding. Like this is like, close to the entertainment for your wedding, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say that this, like, ties directly into the entertainment. Yeah. For a lot of people. If I go to a wedding and it's a dry it's a dry bar, mm-hmm. which, which yes, please that, explain. Yeah, essentially it just means that there isn't any alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm not upset. No. But I am sort of expecting, like, some mocktails or Oh, my God, so cute. Like yeah, because I feel like if you just show up, and, I mean, 
do what you want. But like, if you're just going to do water or something, like people want like fun drinks. Like it's the experience level at this point, you know? Right. Exactly. And that's almost kind of where we get to this like luxury level. Yeah. And that, I think maybe that's why I kind of tied it in. Cause to me, in a lot of ways, like the bar and like the catering, the food and everything like that, it really does kind of elevate your, your guest's experience. Mm-hmm. And so it does create a luxury wedding if you're doing it well. Yeah, definitely. How do you feel like that plays into like what type of, um, like, I guess, I don't want to say payment necessarily, but what type of bar it is as far as like a paid bar or like a um, prepaid bar, you know, an open bar, right? Does that make sense? So, oh, so are you talking about, like, experience, luxury-wise, like, does that mean it has to be a, um, a, 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 like an open bar? bar. Yes, I'm, like, trying to think, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, personally, I don't, I don't, I think that having an open bar adds to the experience. Yes. And even if it's not alcohol, per se, but it is, like, those mocktails or something. Yeah. Having it be where your guests are not having to pay for it. First off, it's like the number one choice by couples. Most couples choose to have an open bar. Um, That's like by, I think Baxter reported that or something like that. And they did some sort of survey. Yeah. Um, But most couples do choose to have an open bar. And I do think it elevates the experience. Yes. So even if it's like, yeah, we're just doing uh, like two signature mocktails. Uh And then people can get tea and water and things like that. That's great, but make it an open bar mm-hmm. if, if you can. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Cause see, and so I want to point this out to people because I think this was really hard for me because I really wanted to do an open bar, but I think like for my wedding, but I think when people see the price tag sometimes on open bars, especially because majority of the time you can't actually have a set price on an open bar or you can cap it, of course, but for the most part, like you... I mean, I've heard of countless times where it's been capped and then $2,000 later, they're like, eh, screw it, just open it back up. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people get really intimidated by an open bar, like hosting an open bar. So keep in mind, like when we're talking about this, we're not saying like, you know, you need to spend all this money on all this different type of alcohol. It's like, these are the options for you to have the fun mocktails, the signature cocktails, the few drinks here and there, and like how you can play that into your theme. Yeah. And and I'd also point out too, that alcohol is usually 20% of the wedding budget. Oof. I did not know that. Oh my God. It's a bit of a staggering amount. (sighs) When you think about it, 20% of your overall wedding budget if you're planning according to, you know, you know, I mean, this is like according to like Brides Magazine and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, eh, says who, right? Yeah. Like you can do whatever yeah, you can do it. Yeah, want, exactly. Yeesh, um, 20%, 20% though. 20%, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, one thing to consider is that the more options you give your guests, the more expensive the bar is going to be. Yes. So if there are, you know, beer, wine, two signature drinks, like any top shelf lip liquor, things like that, obviously that's going to be more expensive. Yeah. But if you're trying to keep it a little bit more budget friendly, you can just limit cocktails to the two, two signature drinks, any other cocktails they have to pay for. Yeah. Or you could even limit it to just beer and wine and any cocktails have to be paid for. Yeah. So let's like dive into that because I want to discuss kind of what I did too and what I was noticing. So d- whether you do it DIY and you go and purchase all this stuff, stuff yourself and you have like a friend be your bartender um also keep in mind i think there's some restrictions on having non like licensed bartenders at your wedding Mm -hmm. um so keep that in mind yeah do the research yeah but um 
when we're talking whether you have it DIY'd or you have like um, your venue do it, let's dive into like a full bar versus two, you know, cocktails that are specialty and then beer and wine or like a cocktail, like what that looks like. I want to start with the fact that if you do a full bar, know that you are not just getting a full thing of alcohol. Like you're not just getting your gins, vodka, you know, whatever bourbon. I don't even know. I barely know alcohol, <laughs> but you're also getting mixers and like probably lemons, probably limes, probably freaking who knows what, because if you're going to go to the extreme of that full bar, that's awesome. But it's not just the alcohol. It's like all the fixings that go in it, you know, Sprite and club soda. I mean, you know, yeah, and all, those things, <laughs> all those things add up and cost money. And I feel like we don't realize it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good call out. That's just something that I ran into, which in turn is what made it so that we ended up, we, we did DIY. We got everything at Costco. <laughs> Costco plug. Um, Shameless Costco we, plug. <laughs> we did a specific wine, a, a red, a white. Yeah, red, a white. And um, my husband's favorite beer on keg. And then we did, um, um, uh, and his, that was his beer. So we did like, his beer is his signature drink. And then we did a Moscow mule. So it was like, we mm-hmm. only had the fixings for a Moscow mule. So that was it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I also did a DIY bar and we did self-serve mm-hmm. and uh, my in-laws were in charge of that. And okay. my father-in-law is big into mixing cocktails Fun. and things like that. So he basically got so much alcohol that <laughs> at the end of it, we were like, we don't have enough shelf space for all of this to go home with us. And he's like, well, that's fine. I'll keep it. Oh my God. <laughs> he's got like a liquor cellar in the basement. Wow. I mean, honestly, they have several different like wine fridges and oh, like things like that. Fridge. He has a bar in his house. So it's like a whole, whole ass thing. Someday I will be bougie enough to have a wine fridge. And the day I do guys, I'm going to hop on this podcast and say, I did it. I got a wine fridge. I got a fucking wine fridge. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um, so how did you, th- okay. How did that look? Pro and con for a self-serve bar, because that scares the hell out of me. Yeah. So self-serve bars are fun in the sense that you can really, I feel like you have a lot of creative freedom with them. Sometimes with venues providing bars and things like that, you're a little restricted in what you can decorate, how you can decorate it, Mm -hmm. and things like that. So self-serve is kind of fun because you do get to have like so much creative freedom. Yeah. We were going with a very like rustic boho sort of vibe. So Mm -hmm. we had some of the... um, like water trough things. Mm. Water trough things. Well, I'm a horse person. So oh no, like troughs. the big, like what people are doing, they're like polar dives in and yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing right now. Yeah, uh, you know, I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah they're they're. We think about the same person too. Ice baths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's the ice ice baths going on. So we had multiples of those to yeah. keep things cold. Makes sense. Um, we had one for beer, one for the chilled wine. Because apparently there was a chilled wine. Honestly, I had one drink. And I don't really know what else was there. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I did not have one drink. Well, I <laughs> guess you could say I had three because my husband spilled two of his on me. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> then We're I still have more, too. <laughs> We're still salty over here. Yeah. Um, we also had a couple kegs and then vodka, rum, gin. Like. So were these bottles just... 
leaders that are just chilling out that people can like fucking chilling and he got like all the he got all the mixers grenadine you know everything like that and people just poured themselves whatever people made themselves whatever the fuck they wanted and he sort of like stood by as like a oh you could make this or this how cute he like made that his thing oh i love 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 it was really cute it was really really cute um and i would say that they're like the pros is just obviously being able to be creative People, like, you can go to Costco and pick up, like, a shit ton of alcohol for not that much. No, exactly. Um, And then, you know, like, you can, like, people can do whatever they want with it. You know, they can Mm -hmm. make whatever drink they want to make. The downside is, if you're not really great at making drinks, sucks to suck. Yeah. Um, And on top of that, if you're self-pouring and you've had a little too much, you probably are going to pour yourself a little too much. Yeah. So you might have some shwasty people. Yeah, which I know makes for a good party, but you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's one thing as I was going to say is, so we didn't have self-serve. We, we did have a good friend of ours as a bartender. Um, he was amazing. Mike, you're awesome. Thank you. Um, (laughs) but he had a heavy pour towards the end of the night like he was great but he was like pouring some like good shots like you know some it turned into like the fact that we had vodka for um moscow mules turned into doing shots of vodka straight kirkland's liquor and that was i don't know where i went but (laughs) it was so fun so far away so so fun no but so what had happened was like towards the end of the night when people are getting more rowdy and they're like come on give us like a little bit more he would pour like double I'm not even kidding you, triple shots. Like, it was like a red solo cup, like a decent red solo cup pour, not even. (laughs) Does that feel you? Fill me up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Which is great. And that's like, that's the type of like wedding that we wanted. Like, we wanted a very like fun, you know, like that's that's my family and his Mm -hmm. family and whatever, you know. But, Mm -hmm. anyways, um, that's a hard part when you have a venue that requires like you use their bartender. And I think sometimes, I don't. I don't want to say for everyone's family, but I do know for certain families, like we'll go up there and they're like, Oh, come on. Like, give me a little bit more. Like, come, it's a party, whatever. And they're like, no, I'm only supposed to pour this much. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that could cause like some issue, you know, like it's a little bit more lenient when you have the self-serve or the like friend bartender. It's like not as easy when you have the venue that's like, Nope, sorry. Can't got to cap it at this. I'd also say that I have seen some bartenders with some horrendous attitudes. Mm. Like, they do not. Oh want my to god, I know. It's disgusting. Yeah, and they are venue bartenders. So they're not they're not like hiring an outside bar staff. It is like the venue or caterers that are providing the bartenders yeah. and they have the worst attitude. Like you can just tell that like this is just a job to them. I hate that so much. I know. It makes See, me that's the sad. thing is like why I recommend while you might have to go through some like hoops to do it. Um just have a friend do it if you can. I don't yeah, know. if you can. Or hire someone like who, Paisan and Juan, Yeah. Who have the cute-ass little horse trailer. Well, I call it a horse trailer, but yeah, it's, I think it's a horse trailer. Yeah. The cute little horse trailer that's been renovated. Mm-hmm. So it is like the cutest little bar. Or Petite Street has the cutest little bar. And they have multiple now. Oh, so that's fun. Yeah. it's cool. So they can, they, can rent, they can do multiple weddings in a day. Mm-hmm. And those are vendors who are passionate about their job yeah and because it's not just a job right yeah those are vendors who like you can tell this is a whole thing for them and also i think 
getting your drink from a cute little like yeah. converted trailer thing yeah. is just adorable. I think so too. I think it really adds to it. Unfortunately, the hard thing is that some venues won't allow for like um, those to be like on the property. So right. definitely something to look into as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would just like check to Maddie as far as like, if you can, you know, maybe you hire an outside bartender, even if it's not necessarily a friend, yeah. but you know someone, maybe you go to a bar frequently and you really love the bartender that's there. Who would you hire? If I had to hire someone? Like a bar. It, oh, if I had to hire a bar? <laughs> uh, well. And the bartender's within? The fucking Jesse, man. Yes. Oh. They're We've been enjoying the Jesse lately. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. And that's also a very good, like, if you're, a good tip, like, if you're going with a, a hotel or yeah. something like that for your venue, go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Check out their pricing. It's probably going to be pretty similar to how they charge for the wedding. Yep. And drink their fucking drinks. Make sure you like them. Yeah. Because some bartenders do a shit job mm-hmm. and other ones do a great job. Yeah, definitely. Um, leading into, like, your bartender, let's talk drinks and corkage fees. Did you know I didn't even know what a corkage fee was until I was planning my wedding? Yeah. So for yeah. those of you who don't know what a corkage fee is, maybe some of you are laughing at me, but some of you guys, like, if you don't know, I'm here to help you because they charge you to open a bottle of wine, not to pour it, not to serve, not to do anything other than simply open the bottle of wine. I also want to like throw out there too that they charge a corkage fee at fancy restaurants. So consider that. Like they do. If you, mm, you can bring your own bottle of wine mm-hmm. to a restaurant and they charge you a corkage fee, mm. you know? Um, and like that's so, something to kind of almost consider is they're like basically saying your wedding is a fancy event, so mm-hmm. let's, we're going we're gonna to make as so much money as we can off you. Well, and so here, this is one thing that my mom told me that like resonated with me. So when we were looking at venues, we were looking at alcohol. We looked at the bottle of wine, the bottle of wine that they wanted to like serve at the wedding, I think was probably around $20. And I was like, screw that. Like, oh, I like some $9 wine. Like I'm not picky. She goes, yeah, but the corkage fee is $10. And so now you have a $20 bottle of, $20 bottle of wine. And I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... <laughs> Um, so I think, you know, one thing to talk about too, is like, if you do decide to do a cash bar, so essentially that's like where everyone pays for their own drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you pay for the beer and wine, but like cocktails they need to pay yes. for. So this is, I love this idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think paying for just the beer and wine is definitely more affordable. Mm-hmm. I think it's becoming somewhat of a common thing, common yeah. enough that a lot of guests understand that. Oh, it might just be the beer and wine that's covered. Yes. Uh huh. But I would also really like to say that as a guest, if you are not paying for an open bar, like, please put out some sort of cute sign or something that is like, you know, beer and wine on us or something like that. That just is like an indication yeah. that it is a cash bar. I would even almost say like, I don't necessarily even think this is like tacky at all. At least I don't think it's tacky, but I would do something cute on your invite that says like beer and wine on us, but cash, bu- cash bar in addition yeah, or something, or on, you know, on your wedding website. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you're directing people wedding website, to yeah. your wedding website, like 
put it on there. Yeah, it's fine. And like, that's the thing is like, you're not being rude. You're being upfront. It's mm-hmm. fine if that's what you, you still are offering a bar to your guests, which is awesome. You're not not offering the bar. You're just, hey, this is not on our budget. I do want to offer it to you. So if you, if it's something you want, then you pay for it. I can offer you wine and beer, which will... T- do the exact same shit, but if you mm-hmm. want liquor, like, that's on you. And that's not a bad thing. It's just being up front. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I just, there's nothing I hate more than, like... <laughs> getting up there and you're like... Getting uh... up there and then they're, like, card and I can't hear them because there's so much talking going on mm-hmm. and, like, music and I have bad ears. Yeah. I started wearing earplugs at weddings, actually. That's actually really smart. Well, not for me, but <laughs> um, you know. So then I can't hear them, and then I'm like, "Fuck! I don't, I don't have my card." <laughs> I know you freak. Yeah, and because okay, we don't have cards in our little dresses that we wear to weddings. Like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just it's more so a considerate thing to do for your guests. Yeah, just definitely. something. It does not have to be super obvious, but I think just something to kind of say like, "Hey, this is a cash pay bar." Definitely. Or we're doing beer and wine, but everything else is on you. Yep. You know? Something. Um, so. I think one thing, going kind of back to DIY bar for a second, but also this should give you a decent idea for, like, cost of everything. Yep. Is how many guests you have. Yeah. So. That you definitely need to know, and then I would add 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would always, like, I would always base it on, a, like, 10, 15 more than... Exactly. Air on the side of caution. Yeah, on the side of caution. And then guests typically drink two to three drinks at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you have the ones that drink more. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ones that drink none. Yep. Um, but that's better to be, you know, more than less. Um, this is interesting because your sti- your statistic was different than the one I found. Oh. Yeah. What did you find? I found that a bottle of wine only serves two people. Essentially, like that's how you should go into it is a bottle of wine only serves two people for the night. Are they, are they only drinking wine? I don't know. I think this was for a beer and wine only wedding. Okay. That I, I, found. I mean, I would agree with that. If you're uh, yeah. only drinking wine, I could go through half one a bottle, bottle drinks, a night. <laughs> like serves two people. Yeah. You know, I, it depends on how, and this is, goes back to like, if you're doing a self-serve bar, yep. I pour a bigger glass of wine, mm-hmm. but other people, like a typical glass of wine, there's supposed to be four glasses in a bottle. Yeah. A typical glass of wine is a lot smaller than what I <laughs> Same. <laughs> Top that shit off, baby. Yeah, the best <laughs> wine glass that I usually use. And we fill the, it the bottle wine glass. Could you imagine if one of your wedding guests shows up and they're like, that's okay. I have my own wine glass. You can just fill her up and it's a whole ass bottle. They're like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I always wanted to do those like uh, wine workouts. What is a wine workout and when do we do it? What? When are we doing it? Okay, guys, we'll make a reel and share it on our, on our socials. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Okay. Have fun. I okay. Remember. I'm terrified. I'm. Me, I need. I, I need water really when I do a workout. Doing, really glad I've been doing a lot of chaturangas lately. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, is it like a chaturanga down and you like slurp and then you like? It's like <laughs> yeah. You have like straw, a straw in the wine glass and you do like push up, sip up, down, sip up, and then. I'm I will die. Shit. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. All but right. it, it should be a fun time, but we'll need to. This is gonna be great when this airs. <laughs> maybe to celebrate we need to do this when you like can be over for a couple hours because you're such a lightweight i'm such a lightweight now yeah but i could just take teeny sips that's true you could you could you could 
you could. Although I think it's more fun when you get a little twisty doing it, and then you're like, <laughs> push-ups. Oh my god, and then no. I fall into the wine. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, so this is actually something I wanted to say too. With this, is that I. For doing our the, the wedding the way we did is I actually sat down with every not with my guests but sat down with a piece of paper that had a list of all my guests guests and I wrote down what I think they would drink mm. like none of the none of my groomsmen were gonna have wine like mm. there's no way I uh, like counted for maybe like one of them having wine mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but you sit down just to have pour yourself a glass of wine, sit down with a list and go through and say like, oh, you know what? I haven't seen her drink anything in the past year. Maybe she won't drink or maybe, you know, she'll have a little bit. So. Yeah. I think that is a great idea. Yeah. It worked out. It, yeah. it worked. Yeah. I mean, That's, we had way more than we needed, but. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. just to have extra alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. You could also like check store return policies too and see if it's possible to return the alcohol prior to buying it. Try to check that first. Yeah, I personally cannot say anything. I'm not going to say anything except for the fact that some may allow it. Yeah. Some may not. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. So just, yeah. not, just, that's all I'm just check, you know, go talk to someone if you need to or whatever. Yeah. But if you do end up with extra bottles and you don't want to keep them, which, I mean, personally, I well, come pick them up. It's alcohol. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maddie, no, come over. If it's a bottle of wine, off. I'll come. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I just have to share this one time. One time I was leaving a wedding and it was at like this girl's house out in like uh, Washoe, I think. And it was at her parents' house. I'm sorry. And I don't even think they were on a winery, but I think someone in their family was on a winery. And she goes, oh, here you go. Like, have a wonderful day. Hands me a whole ass bottle of wine from their like family's winery deal. And I was like, this is what I want. This, thank you. I appreciate you. Like, I've had brides give me wonderful, wonderful, sweet, sweet gifts before, and I love them. But she handed me the bottle of wine from her family's, and I was like, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm a big wine person. I like wine. I know. I actually, I worked a wedding where the thank you gift was like a fancy-ass bottle of wine from Napa. Really, thanks. And I was like, oh. Yeah. The the amount of wineries I've worked at, and I've been like, can I take a bottle home? Because I worked here, and I'll like hype you guys up. But (laughs) no, okay. No? Oh, God. Yeah, are you sure? (laughs) I'm really popular. <laughs> so I think that kind of wraps up a little bit. We went over um, cash bars. We yep. went over self serve bars. Yep. We went over. Oh, I want to touch on one thing. What kind of refreshments do they have if they don't have a bar? Ooh, I mean, you can make a mocktail out of like anything. anything you can make yeah. a cocktail out of. Yeah, definitely. So do like a fun, refreshing mocktail. Yeah, I would. Um, also. Uh, I guess we're, I don't know if we're talking, did we talk about this in food in our catering episode where we talked about coffee, water, and tea? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, cool. I just want to add that in there, guys. Just that along with alcohol, um, people don't just want to have water or, or I'm sorry, they don't just want to have alcohol or like sodas or mocktails. Like some people simply just want water. Um, we did water, iced tea. I think we did lemonade as well. And then coffee. Ooh, that actually gives me another really good point. Yeah. Definitely think about the seasonality of your wedding. Ooh. Because if you are yeah. having a summer wedding, how fucking refreshing Oof. would it be Arnold Palmer. to have 
Well, I was thinking like a blackberry sparkling lemonade. Oof, so yummy. Or something. This is why you have like one of the vendors do your drinks like and they work yes. with it because they, they do some like lavender lemonade, like lavender, oof, like some fizzy lavender lemonades. Well, like I love you a latte. Yeah. But yeah. she does mm-hmm. incredible like mocktail drinks. Yeah. And, and everything like that. And if you guys don't remember that episode, go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. we did a whole ass interview with her. Yeah. And she talked a lot about different drinks. So they are really good at like coming up with stuff. Yeah. So if you're just like, ooh, I like this alcohol and I like a sweeter mocktail or a sweeter yep. cocktail or something, you know, they're going to be able to like bounce some ideas yeah. and everything like that. And that goes for all of your vendors. Yeah, exactly. No, I, that's just, I think we can finish on that is just simply that here's some tips for the alcohol and drinks you can have at the wedding, the bar, you know, but also just think about, ultimately think about what will your guests want to drink and entertain themselves with, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. yep. Cheers that to that. That means a mocktail. Cheers cool. to that. Cheers to that. Thank you all so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode, please click that follow button and leave us a review on Apple podcast, Google podcast, and Spotify. As always hit us up on Insta with any questions. You can find us at when in white podcast. 